Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Good afternoon, Pastor Corey, and welcome back to the show. And we should, I will let you introduce our special guest. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome back because we didn't record for a week or... Oh, gosh, yeah. Man, maybe All two, sense of space and time is kind of lost it's in the off. Christmas season. Yeah. So it's uh, early January 2019, which seems really space age for me to say. But we're, we're joined uh, by the Reverend Tim Hughes. The very reverend. Yeah. Pastor Most Tim, what do they, what do they yeah, call yeah. you? He's a pastor oh, in like Port that. Angeles, Washington. Uh, what do they call you in Port Angeles? The right reverend. Do they really? No, no. Most honorable, he said. We like nicknames here. <laughs> I got one just uh, on New Year's Eve. I'm Lord, Lord Wellington. Wellington. <laughs> yes. We did call Tim the Supreme Commander for a while. Because oh, we've had trouble with Tim's job description. It's quite lengthy. So we called him Supreme Commander. But then he made me a Beef Wellington. And now we call him Lord Wellington. Lord Wellington. So That's great. back so to you. We can call yeah, you whatever you want. So we have two Tims here today. Uh, what, what do you What do you want us to call you? You know, uh, Tim works great. Tim works great. Yeah, I we're real. We're casual. You're casual. <laughs> yeah. Important titles don't matter. Yeah. And for the the listener who doesn't understand Washington State geography, like uh, like your mom. Yeah. Tim yeah, Seaver's mom. mom yeah. Uh, who's in Michigan, and and here's Port Angeles, and things. Where's that? Can you tell the listeners, mainly Tim's mom, uh, where... Who's where, actually been to Port Angeles. Oh, well, know, then but, but tell someone unusual. else. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Uh, tell someone else that wouldn't know well, where Port uh, Angeles is. Well, Mrs. Seavers and, and whoever else who, who might need to know, um, Port Angeles is, if you think of the state of Washington and it has that little... If you're to draw the map, there's that little section out to the very far west that kind of guts out all on its own. The Olympic Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The yeah. Olympic Peninsula. Uh, on the very north top of that Olympic Peninsula, very dead center of it, um, that is where Port Angeles is. And so the Strait of Juan de Fuca, you know, we see uh, that comes right across our way, and we can look across the strait and see things. Uh, Victoria. You can. You uh, can see with your own I eyes. I see Canada from my house. I really? Think, from, well, not quite from not my quite. house, but okay. that sounds like a good quote. Yeah, it? yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. Um, but uh, yeah, I, um, I can see Canada from the beach. Really? Yeah. And how many people in Port Angeles? Oh, I think we're about uh, 25,000. Wow, big city. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It is a big city compared to us. That's the size of like Moscow though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to do kind of our normal podcast, but have uh, Pastor Tim here with us. And if it gets confusing, we we could develop Tim 1, Tim 2, but then I have to pick who's 1 and who's 2. And, uh, let's just go. I think their voices are different enough that the audience will understand. So. Yes. Hopefully. Yes, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... We're going to talk about some upcoming events and the the sermon that's around the corner. But I hope yep. everybody listening had a, a good Christmas, an enjoyable Christmas, and, and Happy New Year to all you folks out there. So uh, what's on the on the plate coming up, well, the, Tim One? The, 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 <laughs> the, uh, the, the next big thing, I guess, for us is Epiphany, mm. uh, which is uh, Sunday, January 6th. And we will be hosting our regular services, of course, but also an Epiphany party at 5 p.m. here at the church. And we're, um, we're going to be doing um, some activities. We're going to process down to the, 
Process means walk. <laughs> the, <laughs> walk forward. The, the holy process is walk backwards. The, process is good job. Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. See, see you're, you're a natural. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to uh, process down to the uh, Holy Trinity Chapel and meet some uh, wise men who will come from the east and bring gifts for children. And uh, then we'll come back here and have some food and uh, some fun. We're going to play some games and just have uh, a good time. So We might roast... Uh, some hot dogs over a bonfire. Yes. A legal bonfire, in case any officials are looking at this. It'll it'll be legal. Y- yes, but I'm sure. Epiphany As, has to do with the light of God coming right, into the yeah. world, and and it's connected to the celebration of the the Magi or the the wise men coming to to worship the 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 Savior King who was a baby or a small child. Um, but it has to do with light too. So we're going to be burning Tim's old Christmas tree. And probably my old Christmas tree, if we can get our act together. We'll chop it all up, and then, yeah, it'll be great. Pine trees burn bright as you get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine's going to go up fast. <laughs> Tim's is pretty dry. <laughs> you know, he had to eliminate it from the living room I early, did. earlier I than did. expected, yes. you know, for dryness. Yeah, it was it was bad, but I'm looking I'm looking forward to, to donating epiphany. it to this uh, the Epiphany party the Epiphany party, so it can have. I don't know, new life. All right. <laughs> new party. That, that has good alliteration so, to it. It does, yeah. yeah. Does it? If you're looking for a title. Or you could call it By Jove. By Jove, the Epiphany Party. What does yeah. By Jove mean? By Jove. It means, I don't know. Okay. Like, Hooray okay. or wow. Oh, it's does it? An, okay. an exclamation. All right. An, an epiphany it's, makes me think of like a, an instructor or a, a, a scientist. Like, adventure. boom, light bulb. Yeah, boom. By Jove, I figured it out. Oh, I've had an epiphany. I see. And I see. So, I see. Yeah. 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 Huh. Cool. So... So Sunday, five o'clock. It's five o'clock, yeah. And there'll be food of some sort here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try my hand at making oh, yes, an yes. epiphany cake, uh, which is a tradition in uh, some South American cultures, and like in Mexico, uh, which is North America technically, I guess. I forget about that, but uh, south of the border. Um, Hispanic cultures. Hispanic cultures, yeah. So we're going to try that. There may be tamales. We're trying to get that into the works. That's also part of a Mexican tradition. Uh, surrounding the event, and uh, so yeah, we're really it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a hodgepodge of uh, great activities. Yeah, we already said gifts for kids. Gifts for kids. So come on, check it out. Uh, should be good. Everybody's invited. Uh, invite your neighbors. Uh, yeah. So, um, what's next? Anything else? We don't have our special events are really coming to an end. Our yes. perfectly imperfect Christmas is wrapping up. Yes. Um, I think it was a good run. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was imperfect for sure but uh yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely so this this sunday uh january 6th is the final message in that series that Mm -hmm. we've been in and we're going to be looking um at some passages from luke's gospel and matthew's gospel where we uh, meet the magi and also uh, a couple of people named anna and simeon right Mm -hmm. yeah we're going to have two scriptures this week, Luke and Matthew, early on. Uh, and so the wise men, or you may have heard them called uh, the kings. They probably weren't kings. What do you yeah. think, Tim? Uh, I, my suspicion is they are stargazers. They are they are philosophers. And, yeah, and maybe yeah. magicians. Yeah, um, yeah. Magi, magi is the the root for magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna consider there. Um, what are they doing at the the home of the 
the infant or child Jesus. Isn't that kind of a strange picture to have these outsiders, foreigners there? And then we're going to consider Herod's response. Um, it's funny. There was this billboard in Coeur d'Alene that had a Herod the Great quote, you know, tell me where he is so that I may come and worship him too. And it had it as a positive. As a positive. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, hey. And it didn't say, you know, Herod. It, Herod. Said, <laughs> it, 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 it had the scripture reference from Matthew. It said, you know, tell me where he is that I may come and worship him too. And if you don't know why that's funny, it's because he was lying and that's he wanted funny. to kill the Messiah baby and uh, was angered that the the wise men didn't give him give him the location of the baby, so he just killed all the baby boys in Bethlehem. I mean, that and, was and, true to his character. I mean, yeah, they, very they, true. Caesar Augustus once quipped about him that he would re- rather be Caesar Augustus' pig than his son. Herod's pig. Herod uh, yeah, Herod's yeah, pig than yeah, Herod's son. Yeah. Uh, and in Greek, that was fun because the the word for son and the word for pig are very closely. Uh, aligned, so it was a, it Makes was a sense. pun. Yeah, yeah, and so, but the idea of it was Herod claimed Jewish background, and so, uh, be, because of that, he didn't eat pork. Right, and so pigs in Herod's household were safe, whereas he was known for executing family members right. who he thought might be wanting the throne, and so yeah. there was a a case where he had two of his sons that he he suspected were uh, after his throne, and so he petitioned Caesar Augustus for the right to be able to. Uh, try his sons as usurpers and Caesar approved and he found them guilty and sentenced sentenced them to death by strangulation mm. and so uh, Merry Christmas Merry Christmas yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so Herod's a really nice guy yeah, yeah. Know, and so and that's all recorded mm-hmm. outside of the the biblical text and so it's right. just true that you know as scripture is recording this idea about Herod going and and executing all of the the children, uh, all those uh, babies up to age two, baby mm-hmm. boys, and, yeah. uh, that that's history affirms that's exactly Herod's character. It's it was kind of what he was good at doing terrible things. Do, do, yeah, terrible Herod things. the Great is he was known for building great buildings. He was not a great moral character. Nobody of his day thought he was a great guy. He was really good at consolidating power and keeping people in fear and right. Yeah, right. yeah. And yet here he is. Right yeah, here the, he right is. Right in the middle of our... Our perfectly Christmas. imperfect Christmas. Yeah. And God allowed that. Yeah. Uh, allowed yeah. Herod, um, this terrible ruler, to be part of the story. Um, this this death, the death of innocence, the, in, the innocent babies, um, is part of the set of stories that we, we should consider uh, this time of year. Um, yeah, it's they're not. It's not the easiest of stories. This is a terrible story. Right. Right. Yeah, but it's something that God allowed. Right. I mean, uh, so we're going to consider that. Uh, we're going to consider why are these outsiders, these stargazers, these magicians, which I think the Old Testament said, don't do that. Exactly. Right. Now that's I mean, not that a direct was... quote, but that's a paraphrase. <laughs> that's a paraphrase. Yeah. <laughs> we, that, yeah. We yeah. mentioned that in in uh, Sunday service at in Port Angeles was how interesting that God. You get together on Sundays over there too. Uh, we do. Isn't ah. that crazy? Yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah, in just... case you haven't been outside of Palouse on a Sunday, folks, we're not the only ones. That's right. <laughs> yep. Now, now I wouldn't say that all the Port Angeles does that, but oh. a small group oh, of okay. us comes Most together. Most of Palouse <laughs> worships. Here. I don't know about. Oh, there you, you go. No, I, no. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. But anyway, what were you saying? But I don't remember now. What was I saying? Oh, that we were talking about how uh, interesting it is that although the scripture says don't do this, don't do the magic stuff, don't do the astrology right. stuff, 
God still spoke to the outsiders through the astrology, through the stars shining yeah. the way uh, that they might come and recognize. And uh, just how interesting it is that God met them where they were. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, you know, I mean, they had that encounter with the Messiah, yeah. you know, that they go back changed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so that's we're going to consider that. And then Anna and Simeon are two elderly characters uh, that get to see the baby Jesus at eight days old. Yeah. I believe that's a very yeah. specific time frame for a specific reason. He's getting, um, he gets circumcised. He also gets, the family makes a sacrifice for him in the temple because he's a firstborn child. And But there's these two characters there, Anna and Simeon. And they both have been waiting a long time um yeah I, again i don't you know we do the major scenes you know i don't know if you have those in port angeles like the stables yeah and every now and again with, yeah, with it, the wise men there yeah often. the wise men yeah. are there <laughs> yes but anna and simeon and the whole circumcision scenes just cut out yeah. i mean it's just not is that there. a pun yeah. intended yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you th- yeah. thankfully the yeah. circumcision scene is, is like cut out of why the, have you ever seen for sale like a stage by stage Manger no, scene, maybe we could come up with it. Yeah, Pastors yeah. Incorporated. Stages of the cross would be stages, stages of the, the birth, where we have them traveling, yeah. and then we have them looking for the inn, and like somebody's wagging his head no, and then, then before you know it, they're in the cave, and she's having the baby. That right. would be an interesting one. You know, Wait, cave? I thought it was a barn. Well, we could argue. Okay. But I don't care. So <laughs> the, she's having a baby. Then the next one, she has the baby, and shepherds show up, right? Yeah. And then we don't hear from them for a few days, and then they're at the temple. And then there should be Anna and, and Simeon. And Simeon. But before that, the little, you know, we don't know who the rabbi was that did, you know. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. The thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circumcision. Circumcision. I said it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then that happens, and then Anna and Simeon are there. We could have a cool scene with them. And then we've got a year or so, maybe, maybe close to two years. I think about a year. And they're still in Bethlehem area, and we get the Magi showing up. And then we should have another scene where Herod's angry, and then the final scene would be Joseph and Mary on the road to Egypt and a bunch of dead babies. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of getting why this doesn't sell. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that is the full set of stories. I mean, don't, the, isn't that your, your thought when you get to Christmas? Like, you think about the, the Magi showing up and, and bringing the gold and myrrh and frankincense and, you know, the, the drummer boy, he's in there, isn't he? The drummer, yeah, boy. Yeah, the drummer boy. The drummer boy. And, and then... Uh, um, and then you get that wonderful Christmassy, warm, fuzzy feelings when you read about the mass in you know infanticide story. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, I always talk to my kids yeah. on Christmas Eve night. Yeah, that's just right. to, yeah, just to get the, everybody in the new uh, the, the, the Christmas spirit. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wow. Um, so what are those stories doing in there? This is kind of what we've been doing with this perfectly imperfect Christmas because apparently the first Christmas was. The Christmas of Christmases, right? They didn't even call it Christmas then. It was so good that it was just, you know, I don't know. Right. Jesus' birth. Yeah, it been yeah. Jesus' birthday. Yeah, yeah. okay. So <clears throat> it's the real deal, right? The original Christmas. And we've been trying to make Christmas feel better and be cooler ever since, you know. I have, I think, you know, remote control, timed candles. Uh, I have timed Christmas lights. That's cool stuff. Yeah. 
they didn't even have that then. <laughs> and yeah, well, and yet my Christmas is <laughs> not as good as yeah. their Christmas. Yeah. Uh, that, but yet their Christmas had unclean shepherds, all the confusion of not knowing where the baby was going to be born, you know, all the, the difficulty emotionally and physically that, that Mary and Joseph went through. Um, then the ongoing strangeness, strangeness of the story where really the only people that are excited for them are, are sh- shepherds strangers, who are unclean, yeah. strangers, and in Simeon who are old and unknown to them, um, and magicians from faraway country, um, unclean and unknown. Like, is God saying something about strangers and outsiders being welcomed into his story, or am I seeing a pattern that's not there? Because I feel like there's a pattern there's something, there. Something, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there's no? an announcement of, for I mean, I mean, even the the statement you know of the angels to the shepherds that, that I'm bringing you good news. For, uh, all for all people, the, all yeah. people, yeah. right? That this is but for all the earth. Are you saying that includes people that aren't like me? You I know, mean, like the outsiders, like people who live on the other side of a border, or people who have different skin color than I do, or even different religious background. I mean, because I think that the Magi were of a different, likely a different religion. Right. 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 Different. God doesn't surely. God doesn't love those yeah. people. Right. Uh, I mean, certainly. Right, not, you're right? saying God does no, 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 wow, no way. No, yeah. no, no of I, course. Uh, you know, it, it is the the message. You know, the this idea of of peace or shalom to all the earth. You know, and and yeah, I think it's exactly. And then we see who God brings into His own story, and, and I think you're exactly it's, right. This awesome, isn't it? Yeah, radical. Yeah, that, but we we're still struggling with this about do do we really believe God is a God of of grace and welcome and welcomes in the broken, the unclean, the outsider, the poor. I mean, you see the poor and rich in this story. You see uh, the people who live nearby, the shepherds, the people who are from far away. I think God is really... Well, I mean, at Christmas time, though, right? We're just talking Christmas time. Like at Christmas time, that's when we do the charity. Christmas time is when we're extra generous. Uh, Christmas, t- you know, the rest of the year we, we can, can be exclude and and, and, and divide. Be focused. And but but so Christmas time, <laughs> I mean, that's what we see, isn't it? That's when we get most generous with our giving. That's when we get absolutely. Yeah. That's and what so, we tend to do. So Christmas the, time the, is. But the call of the call of scripture and, and and the Christmas story really is to have that same spirit throughout the whole year. Right. So all the time. Yes, all the, all time. the time. I just want to be clear. I don't want. To, I don't want anybody to, to to not see the sarcasm and, and understand. Yeah. yeah, Obviously, we're we're being tongue in cheek here. Not not Tim one over there. That but uh, that that the Christmas story is about God's overall desire and plan for the kingdom of God. It's like a a, a beautiful series of scenes about what God wants to do. And at the same time, we're seeing the human condition and all its brokenness uh, responding to this beautiful plan of God to welcome in the outsider and the broken and to usher in the kingdom of God by his son of God being born in the world. And And yet there was a plan with that son of God being born, right? That we are welcoming in the outsider. We are welcoming in the broken, whether it's the rich, whether it's the poor, whether it's the foreigner or not. But yeah, even with Jesus as that baby in the manger, there was a plan and a purpose to how he was going to grow, what, exactly. where he was going to go, and how that redemption was to come back or to come out, uh, come about, where all peoples would be welcomed in, where there there would be an avenue of grace 
yeah. that would would accept everybody. And so there's this even in the Christmas story, there's a, this anticipation of of redemption, right? Yeah. that allows yeah. for this. It's Did, not just a you know everybody come in and and it's and, all good. It's all good. Yeah, no, right? yeah. And this is one of the things Tim and I talk about a lot that it's really it's the I don't want to say turning point of the story, but it's a hinging thing in history where the incarnation or God being born of the world is essential but it's it's not the end of the story it's it's a really important transition to him becoming our atoning sacrifice on the cross uh, his resurrection his perfectly lived life and so it's it's a revealing of his long planned out plan yeah uh, and but it's not the end of a story but some people this is christmas is what it's all about and and they don't think of the implications of man is our our brokenness so bad that god has to be born into this world as a human being and i think if you look at the difficult stories of christmas the killing of the innocent babies for example um and, and herod's rage i think that's exactly why god had to become flesh that he had to come and die in our place because our our selfishness our evil our sin it can't be dealt with with a nice sentimental holiday. Right. It, we can't um, uh, just, you know, practice morality to get out of our sin. We can't, you know, make a perfect government that will save us from our sin. We are broken. And even when God comes to us with perfect love in the form of an infant, hum- humanity will respond with evil. Um, and well, it, so we really need rescue. It connects, I think, with that, that same idea that you've seen of, of how with uh, scripture uh, and the Christmas story, we've kind of sanitized the Christmas story. It's warm and fuzzies and we've gotten rid of the, the, the hard aspects, yeah. the, 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 you know, the mass infanticide side of the story um, and to show the, the brokenness of the world. Um, and I think it's not just Christmas that we do that with in the, in the scriptures. I think we sanitize a lot of our scriptures uh, as we study the Bible through the rest of the year, so that it it's always the 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 focus on the warm and the fuzzy, which is absolutely part of it. God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son. I mean, this is He loves us, right? Mm-hmm. And and deeply and personally, uh, but sometimes we stick so much on on the idea of 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 that that we forget the great cost of what that was that redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Christmas is is a great. You know, as as we do with with Christmas, or as you're leading your your congregation, your listeners through with the study of Scripture uh, as Christmas time, we can do the same with with all of Scripture as we study it. Absolutely, absolutely, good reflection. Yeah. We have to wrap it up, but we do. I was enjoying listening to <clears throat> Tim Two over here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. This has been uh, Tim One, Tim Two, and Pastor Corey <laughs> coming to you from our Hilltop Studio in the Rolling Hills of Palouse, Washington, and we wish you a happy Epiphany.